And we're back. Welcome to Preacher Games, a podcast about what's new and awesome in 3D printing for gaming. I'm one of your hosts, Jefferson J. Thacker, also known as Param, and I'm joined by... Kristen Sowards, also known as Seventh Mastery. Kristen, I am getting really pumped because of the big 3D print project that I have to engage in lately. And I'm sure you are hyped about 3D printing, too. Oh, I've got two big projects I'm working on. Okay. So, as we've already talked about before, I have to go up to Tabletop Expo and yes. rep OPR. Which and means this is I for have skirmish games, yes? Question mark? No, it's for all of OPR. Oh, you're doing an army, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, I have to print a bunch of stuff. A whole bunch of stuff. Big numbers of minis, and not to mention like the the giveaway minis. Like there's some there's some stuff that I'll be handing out for free stuff cool. uh, for people that show up. That's gonna be really cool stuff that you should if you're if you're in the area, definitely come by Tabletop uh, Expo, third uh, and fourth of June. <laughs> I'm sure it's totally worth the gas and or airfare for those free minis. <laughs> Oh, maybe. <laughs> um, but, uh, but you know, big 3D printing project, and it's on somebody else's dime. So I'm buying stuff to supplies to make this happen. Um, I'm going with the Elegoo um, ABS like 2.0. So this will be my first time actually screwing around with that. Ooh. But they say it's supposed to be better. And I'm, I'm going to try it without Tenacious for the first batch to see, hey, if there's just an all-in-one ready-made bottle of goo, that would be great, mm -hmm. wouldn't it? Oh yeah, ABS yeah. like by itself is almost good enough without without tenacious. So with I've, tenacious, I've had really it's... good experiences with that last stuff I got too. But mm -hmm. yeah, the resins yeah. are getting better. Period yes. across the board. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and I but 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 you know, I'm gonna have multiple types of resin I'm gonna need to be printing with. And I decided it was time that I break down and and copy what you did, Kristen. And I oh. ordered a set of extra vats for the Saturn with Yay. the little lids so that I can resin swap yep. much easier. And it this has nothing to do convenient. with me not wanting to change my FEP at all. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Oh, I wanted I wanted a fresh FPP before I started to try and print literally hundreds of miniatures. So um, it's then, made a huge difference with my last yeah. last bit. And I found my 2.0s, uh, so mm -hmm. I kind of want to use them. But now that I've got fresh pre-installed ones, it'll probably be even longer before I try the FPP 2.0. Well, so far, my first one, it still looks looks great and it's performing oh. great uh i did did finally reinstall one of those and it, it was a little nerve-wracking at first because like punching through it was like i really was like a little stressed out because <laughs> it's so much stronger but yeah once you get through it it's fine um even to alex and david who are already joining us in chat if they, remember that this podcast is filmed in front of a live audience if you want to ask us questions during the show, please do so. It helps make the content more relevant and better. We'd love it when you chat at us. Uh, moving. So I've got that. Mm -hmm. And I am also got a whole bunch of fresh IPA because like, I do not want to be a repeat of the privateer press situation. If you remember that little bit of drama from a few months ago when privateer press debuted their 3d printed models. Did they have uh, like like bad resin carrying problems? No. What happened? What ultimately ended up being is people got it and were like, "Oh no, it's uncured resin on my models. This is the bad." Um, which is like, hey, if that was actually what was happening, that is the bad. I have I've seen that happen from bad uh, right. resin printing services before, and that is bad and dangerous. No, what had happened is what does happen if you've anybody who's done a lot of three D printing. Uh, before knows is eventually the the cleaning liquid will get a little bit dirty yeah then some of that stuff will cause those little white specks in the cracks of your model which aren't actually a problem but it looks bad until you prime it and when you prime it yeah, it's fine. it looks a little funky and you can also get a little bit of a glossy residue also that looks wet but isn't yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that was what was actually happening with the privateer press stuff. But I don't want to do that or be an embarrassment to the company I'm repping. So I went sure. to a fresh IPA, two gallons of it, ready to go. 
uh, because nice. that's how much it takes to fill up the washing cure machine X. Uh, is that a like a Harbor Freight purchase or something, or was it? I I went to, actually I went to Harbor Freight and they were like, "Nah, we ain't got none." And I was like, "What? How do you not have isopropanol?" And I'm like, "Okay, Weird. give me your methylated spirits. Ain't got none." Okay, do you have any paint stripper? Nope. Well, I'm kind of screwed. And huh. I walked next door to a big lots, and I don't know if you know what a big lots is. Oh yeah, we got big lots. <laughs> Which is a it's an outlet discount store for yep. your non-American listeners. Um, basically, it's where you can go to get last season's furniture and like really cheap chocolate. And <laughs> I uh... <laughs> yes, uh, so, or panic holiday decorations if you suddenly have to host a, an event. You can get, all the like toys and Legos that didn't sell in any blockbuster movies action figures that bombed. <laughs> <laughs> this, this sounds correct. Yes. Yeah. So I went there and they had like a crap ton of 91% IPA. So I grabbed all that. You need at least 90 to do 3D printing cleaning. I prefer 97 plus, but I have a heck of a time finding it. And I did not have time to wait for um, a shipment to come in. Um, if this goes badly, then I'm going to have to go trolling my town again looking for methylated spirits uh, gotcha. uh denatured alcohol depending on where you live it goes by one of those names or the other uh, i think the the ipa will be fine as long as you're you know it's, it's, since it's fresh right mm -hmm. like if if you do a bunch of batches it's gonna start getting some gunk in it yeah, i'm gonna be, be doing a lot of batches yeah a whole lot of batches john so. bears ross says home depot is a good source for wood alcohol by the gallon, Amazon is good for 99%. I knew about the 99 Amazon stuff because when I was helping my friend set up, we ordered that stuff. I just don't have time to wait for Amazon to get stuff to me. Um, and I do not have a Home Depot near me. We have Lowe's instead here. I have uh, both of those. And and fortunately for me, and now we have a distribution hub, so I can even get sometimes that stuff from Amazon the night of. That's cheating. Those are cheaty hats. It's, it's weird. Like I, I, I haven't. Like this is the future. You order something, it's just there, and I'm like, <laughs> of course, I'd rather support somebody local if I could. But mm -hmm. yeah, I do wish I could get. Like it's, it's, it's super tempting. And like we're finally getting back to a place post pandemic where like the shipping on Amazon is actually two days again. So, but I can't rely on that unless it's like super mainstream stuff. Um, because it used to, like anything that's like big bulky liquids like alcohol and stuff it's it's like you'll get it in two weeks and i'm like i need it a lot sooner than two weeks from now yeah yeah i've got a lot of printing to do uh, well as you were helpfully reminded you have 24 days left yes minus travel time 24 days minus travel time so i have 22 days um and i How, like, you didn't twitch at all i was hoping to get a little eye twitch nothing you were no, like i'm good super I'm chill, cool though. I'm super chill. Super cool. I've been planning on this trip for four months, man. You know, I am I am cool. Uh, I've even ordered like little bitty those little bitty jewelry baggies so I can put all the little giveaway minis in there with a little bitty base. And it, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm I'm gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be real fun. Um, I'm gonna definitely print the demo armies first because then I got to decide how I'm going to paint or not paint those. Um, there's a very large likelihood that they get the two-tone spray can treatment. I was about to say, I would, I would go with mostly monster armies, like do maybe mm -hmm. a hive army and like a demon's army, mm -hmm. and then double tone. As so that prime. choice has been made for me because oh. we have the demo, we have the official giveaway armies over oh. on our website. Uh, so like the quick start armies. And so that's what I'm printing. I'm printing the quick start armies. Like that what are those? It is mummies versus okay. mummies could work really good with that. It could, you could yeah, do a dual prime and some, um, some quick shade over it or uh, some speed paint. Okay. So look it, fantastic. So the fantasy armies is mummies versus lizards. Okay. Again, okay. Good candidate for some some cheaty okay, painting techniques, which are Saurian warriors, geckos, and Saurian guardians, which are three of my favorite units over there. And the mummies, it's mummy warriors, mummy archers, and I don't know what those mummies with no weapons are. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm not actually super familiar with the mummies. Mummy boxers, we'll call them. 
so nope, nope, not Ratman. Uh, sorry, I, I'm I, I probably will bring some of my personal Ratman with me though, just cause. And I am bringing that 300 point uh, armies to play David, cause David, one of our list regulars and longtime friend and fan of the different shows, is going to be there, and I am totally looking forward to getting my butt kicked by David again. <laughs> <laughs> And Grimdark, it is Eternal Dynasty versus Robot Legion. Robot Legion is going to be super easy because I can oh, just yeah. go yeah. black gunmetal done. Yeah, black chrome, <laughs> maybe a little uh, Nolan Oil if you're feeling ambitious. Mm-hmm. Although that's almost my real painting technique for the Robot I mean, Dynasty. I, mean, I, I don't even, I might just go uh, black and then dip. <laughs> In, yeah. Sure, I got sure. homemade dip right here for that purpose. <laughs> well, if you go for the um, like recently awakened army look, like I've seen a lot mm-hmm. of people do, with if you really wanted to, you could do a little of that rust oxide at the bottom of the just kind of like a reverse bottom up dry brush with the mm-hmm. the rust stuff. It'll look really neat. David's in chat saying, "Don't forget the eyelids." I don't think you understand how little painting I am trying to do here. <laughs> Dipping them is a step further than I was interested. Honestly, I, there, I might do a trick that I wanted to do with the with the ponds idea that I told you about ages ago, where like you use just like an all over contrast over a zenithal, just like one color of contrast over a zenithal paint job looks really cool on a table. Yeah, um, I did a whole army of wood elves like that when we were just wanting to get some stuff on the field in a hurry, um, and it looks great. It look it looks like I used to joke is like if Merlin played Warhammer, this is what his pieces would look like. <laughs> nice. Um, I definitely had some luck with the the ghost army did that way. Yeah, they actually can look really cool. Uh, yeah. But I was thinking I could just go get some ink and make a whole dip jar of like a this like. A quart of contrast paint to just yeah. do you one do it dip. for sure. Yeah, <laughs> probably get some really neat results. Uh, and how I'd usually do that is I have a little dowel rod that I put a little bit of blue tack on, and I just go dip done. Dip. So done, you're doing those dip, four done. armies then? Is it what I'm hearing? Yeah, those are going to be the demo armies I have. Um, four I'm armies, probably... and you're doing something for giveaway. Is it different than those four armies, or is it just more of those four Ooh. armies? I. The giveaway is going to be the. I don't know if I can say on the giveaway is. Oh, it's, it's su- going super to be secret. It's going to be something nice that you can't get normally, even on the Patreon. Yeah. Whimper. <laughs> I don't like that. Okay. Sorry. I don't want to get Are? too much. Like I, I'm, I can't say too much because like mm. I don't want to reveal too much about what's going on. But see now, in terms of the power gamer collector and me, maybe that uh, airfare or driving does. <laughs> make sense. I don't know that I would justify that. This is not going to be the only way to get these. <laughs> All right, fair enough. And don't don't worry. Um, don't like I, I don't want to say anything, but nobody nobody's going to miss out. Nobody's going to miss out. Uh, but. Um, I'm thinking of, okay, so that's taken care of, but the other cool thing that's a big project and I'm probably going to do first because it's going to help me with the second project, Mm -hmm. um, is my speed paints came in big old giant box of speed paints. I'm wanting to get those opened. They're here locally and I want them, but I just can't justify buying all the base colors again. So I want something, are they going to do one that does the new ones? The mega set only has three crossovers from the base set wait the mega set being like the 200 dollars one yeah it only has oh, so like a handful those are all of crossovers. New? most of them are new and it has Holy a crap. handful of crossovers but not very many i just looked on the back of it till i saw some repeats and i was like okay this must have all the old ones and i didn't know hmm. uh it's only a few of the the old ones but Dang. even then the repeats have been updated to the new resin so that they don't have the reactivation is the special mini mummy dearest? I no. think James might have asked. No, okay. No. There's there is speculation. People want the thing. It's funny. They don't even say what it is. People are like, can we get it? All right. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh but like it, it'd be easy guess if you if you remember the Patreon, honestly. Um and uh but I'm so 
if you remember, I printed a whole bunch of these little shields. Yes, and yes. And blue tacked them onto my collars so that I can just glance and see, mm -hmm. which is super important when I use the little drawers from the traveling paint case. Mm -hmm. But hey, now a user has, uh, a, a cult user has uh, John Bear Ross, not John Bear Ross. John Bear Ross does really cool robots. It's not the John Bear Ross one. But say John, John Bear Ross, Bear Ross does really cool robots. And he's in chat, so. Yeah. John Bear Ross does really cool robots. Go check out John Bear Ross's stuff. Um, Illusion FX 3D Prints does, uh, they have done the work for me of, it is a STL that perfectly slides onto the tip of the bottle to make a seamless seal with a texture on top so that you can do it that way. Uh, that looks better than uh, my little shields and will probably not fall off as easily. And so mm. I uh, I very much, uh, I bought these, I'm printing these off right now. As we speak, they're running through the printer and I'm going to be capping off all of my Army Painter Speed Paints with these. Uh, uh, I think it's like, it was a $6 purchase, but that's totally worth it for me not having to do all that work and like honestly like getting that precision lined up so that it fits completely flush with the existing bottles is totally worth just the the the, the six i can see that i can yeah. see that yeah. and they just glue on really easy i don't even know if they need glue it might be friction fit oh wow yeah. you'd have to let me know because if they if they are friction fit or they glue on really really smoothly i'll consider it I just have a bad luck with something. This is perfectly molded, and then I glue it, and it's like it doesn't quite settle right. So, mm -hmm. yep, uh, it is just a very tiny little cap that pops right onto it, and uh, yeah, we need to, uh, we need to, to totally. Uh, I'm going to totally show those off next week when I get them done. But cool, I'm so glad this thing exists, and this is another reason I love a 3D printed community. <laughs> right. Yeah. Anything you want to chat about right now before we jump into the news? Sure, sure. So uh, in addition to my Sylvanaut army, which is growing by leaps and bounds, um, because not only was there already a whole bunch of sets, Dragon Trappers, Lodges. Um, mm -hmm. um, I'm just saying Sylvanaut as a, a fast way of saying mm -hmm. it's Sylvanath proxies. Um, right, right. They had a really awesome set. Uh, and then Duncan Shadow just dropped an awesome set also. I saw uh, that. Duncan uh, set and they, they were so really good. good. Really good. I was I was like, you know, um, more more in that kind of creepier vibe like of his earlier like mythos stuff as opposed to like the but it but it's dryads and wood wood stuff. And then um our our friends over at uh, Labyrinth are dropping wood elf dryads next next month and woof. They are looking awesome. So this, you know, kind of being your big tree warrior who's got the extruded grown blades and built-in weapons, super love it. I'm actually even considering scaling some of them up, but I just really good for that. And then the ones from Labyrinth's preview are the exact opposite. They're the wood elves that barely look like they might be kind of dryad-y, um, and they have a lot of, like, organic tree weapons. Uh, let me see if I can... Well... I should have sent you a picture already. I failed on that. Um, I'll just try to describe it because we're describing for our listeners anyway. Uh, there, a lot of them are like um, kind of cool wood armor where they may or may not be like coming out of it. Not quite as like blended in as the Sylvanath normal minis are, but like then they'll have like a plant, like a giant Venus flytrap, you know, like acid cannon or something growing out of the side of them, and uh, really fun. And I think uh, you know once. I base up everything. I can make it all blend and get a lot of variety in that, in that army. I'm super excited. Um, as I mentioned last week, I've also been printing them from that whispering woods campaign from monolith. Um, and that is, you know, super, super cool stuff, but super fiddly. I might actually up them by 10% because they're so the filigree, like breaking little limbs and, and stuff. Uh, I might either need to add tenacious or up them about 10% in size, I think. Mm -hmm. But really like it. Also, um, Clay Clay Beast um, has Clay a bunch Beast? of really cool, real cool 
um, releases. Uh, I just noticed because Dave Wickham said skull heads look cool. Yes, and and Clay Beast also has a bunch of skull heads and, and embedded skulls that are, the plants have grown through in his tree folk. So those look really super neat too. But then today I saw Wild Mesh's new release and it's pushed me over the line. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're new, not gene stealers. They're gene stealers and they're freaking amazing because I, I was seeing some of the new uh, Terrence sculpts from GW and I was like, oh, those are really cool. No, no, those new gene stealers from Wild Mesh are like blowing me past the threshold. It's like I need an old school like gene stealer Tyranid army now because they're gorgeous. They are dynamically posed, just insane. Um, like oh, some of the crazy good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, and, and total different configurations of limbs and things and so much modularity. Uh, so excited. And yes, they have some undead in there too. This release, but A vampire Lord on evil Pegasus. Yeah. But uh, seriously, those gene stealers are like ugh, chef's kiss. So good. So that's that's gonna probably be in my future here for um the local OPR scene. Oh, and I have so much uh lizards are on my brain right now because OPR announced that next month over the next three months, uh starting next month, we're releasing re-releasing the alien hive sets uh, and updating mm. them, improving them, new poses, like and the whole army is gonna come out over the next three months. So here's a question for you. Uh-huh. Should I download my old models so that I still have them? Are they going to replace them? Or am I going to have access to if, both? If you already have access, you aren't going to lose anything. So we are, we'll have our old poses and old files, but we're also going to get new ones. Okay, this is... Okay, so so this is official OPR stuff. So um, so sorry for talking shop really quick, but... No, that's okay. Uh, yes, if you have the old files, there's one of two things that are going to happen. Um, some models, you're just going to get whole new models added to the collection. Okay. Uh, so, like, uh, for some of the models where we're just adding more weapons or new poses in addition to the old poses, and like mostly, and a lot of like filling in the options that the original release didn't have for the army sets, because now, now when we release armies, we release everything for that is possible for that army to get, uh, or nearly everything that's possible for that army to get. And back then, we didn't. Uh, so, like, those are going to get stuff added to your existing package, but you're not losing anything. Mm hmm. And okay. then there's some that are getting complete reworks where like that would make sense. So your old package is going to get archived so you can still download it, but nobody else can buy it again. And the gotcha. new version replaces that um, on the store. But if you, if you at no point will you lose something you already have. <laughs> I don't need to panic and download them all because I want to have all the options available. Right, 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 right. No, no, that's not going to happen. We were very, very aware of that, and we're not going to let that happen. Um, um, like, we have a whole blog post talking about it where we even outline, like, these are the models that are getting updates. These are the models that are getting complete new resculpts. These are, the, then there's, like, two sets of models that are staying completely the same because they were good enough to begin with, uh, which are the swarms and something else. So, gotcha. Um, but like, well, that's exciting. If, if you are interested in alien hives or, or tyranids or anything like that um, over the, this is like a really good time to be an OPR sub because uh, the entire army is going to be re-released over the next three months. So like 30 bucks will get Ooh. you everything. Exciting. <laughs> um, um but like, uh, I've got so much lizards on the brain of, of getting all these models prepped, and it's just like lizards, lizards, lizards. Uh, uh, the OPR sorry. ones are more reptilian than insect. They are, they, they are. But you know, that's kind of cool because then you can push them either way if you want a more lizardy look, or you can add from other stuff and and kind of go the other way. Um, in response to David's question, he asked, uh, "Did you see Fleshcraft Studios Horror of last month?" I must have because I thought I thought I had, and I looked, and I'm definitely subbed right now, and I haven't added anything new this month. So, hmm. I think in my brain, I must have done that because I ended up getting this month's as well. But um, now I'm like trying to remember what it was. Oh yeah, they were like um, super. It was, it was a Council of Flesh. They're super, yes, they actually work really well because in my uh, Pathfinder 1 setting that I'm running, I have a, a whole group of people, bag people, 
called the bone princes and they're super undead whatever and Ooh. one of them like shapes bone constructs exactly like that so yes david i did pick that up and i'm super hyped about them yeah and they're, they're gonna they're... go really well with some of the older releases there's i'm sure you're gonna cringe when you look at them pair them. yes oh they're they kind of remind me of um like the mantic uh, games has an army called the Night Stalkers, and these kind of remind me of that with like the weird, almost alien, ghosty heads coming out of everything. Those are super cool, but we're talking about last month's actually. So oh. those are the new ones, um, which is kind of a more wraithy, weird warp, warp spirits almost. Last mm-hmm. month's uh, are much more extruded bone, like plating undead. Ooh, okay, creepy. Yeah, I like them a lot. And you got last month's? Yes, I did snag it like last second. I did. Uh, oh, uh, for anybody yes, who's. I remember because we <laughs> did a miniature exchange with these people, and it, it's, it's like, well, that's just nightmare fuel. That's yeah. I'm not sleeping ever again. Thank you. Um, with uh, the last month, I did a huge cut. I think I told you, Param Baba, we've been talking about on the show. Mm-hmm. And because I cut so much, um, like over half of the subs I had actually. Mm-hmm. Right. I went at the very last minute and snagged a bunch of people that I was like, okay, I haven't been buying any of these for a couple months. And I think flush was one of them that I picked up. Mm-hmm. You're laughing at the fact that I cut a whole bunch so I could add some. Yeah. But I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, I'm not saying we needed to stage an STL intervention, but I'm not, not saying that. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little nervous. If I show up to Gen Con, that there's going to be like, uh, you know, a group of people waiting in the room. <laughs> anyway yeah. david asked if you have them already do you get the old bad sculpts no well if you don't have them already uh no no we're not re-releasing the old sculpts so what you could do david is go buy the packs right now use a patreon discount go buy the packs right now and then when they add them you'll get them maybe and uh see saw them shared with dragon trappers last month uh thought christian should see them and then he showed them the param and promptly forgot uh, <laughs> lovely lovely thank you david thank you for the nightmares tonight i didn't need to sleep at all absolutely did not this will just mean yeah. i'll get more printing done tonight yeah dragon trapper i i splurged after um you know, one of those little like goals for you get something done, and I bought the annual for that, and it is paying off. There's they're on fire, even with the silly stuff because they do some silly stuff like the weird hand dinosaurs and stuff. I don't know what was that about, but but um, there's still like two whole armies of really cool stuff in addition to some quirky stuff. Although the hoppers are growing on me, and I don't know if you know this about Dragon Trappers Lodge, but every mm-hmm, month you little. get a little little themed hopper lizard dinosaur thing. They kind of look like slightly cuter abyssal chickens. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I haven't thought about abyssal chickens in a while, so lovely. Um, Dusky, uh, who sometimes is in chat. I don't think he's here tonight. Uh, Actually, Dusky the Dino Puncher gets got them um, to do custom ones for his wedding, and they're his cake toppers. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's really neat. So... On to the news, because you mentioned Flesh Crafters, and I that reminded me of Flesh of Gods, who oh, uh, yeah. ties into our next news story right now. Okay. Because it's not a news month unless Elugu announces a new printer. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they totally did. Um, and, like, slow down, Elugu. <laughs> slow down a little bit. We don't need literally a new printer every week. But they disagree. So Elagu has announced, and honestly, this is actually a kind the more I look into this one, the more I think that this is might be low-key one of their more important releases. Um, okay. Which is Elagu has announced the Elagu Mars 4 Max, which means that naming means nothing anymore to Elagu. Right. Because... This feels like Saturn 3 to me. A little bit okay right? it is not saturn 3 that is okay. why uh that's why it needed a different name okay. because first the mars 4 dlp is the other thing with the mars 4 which is not an upgrade to the mars 3 it well, is a side grade 
right it has DLP. dlp technology it's got really cool features and it is a very interesting printer that is going to be capable of producing some amazing quality miniatures with some of the best detail the mars 4 max isn't that printer either okay. because it is an msla printer which means lcd screen that's masking off a uv beam like traditional right. resin printing that we're used to right. uh, the normal way you do it and it is a 6k mono screen um and which you would think hey that's an upgrade to the mars 4 right no because no. because it's bigger no um, because it is a eight point no, it's a not. It they originally said eight point nine, but now they've revised everything, and it's nine point one inch screen, which means it prints at thirty five microns, which is the magic number that is at thirty five microns. You're at the same resolution accuracy that is cap that's possible through injection molding. So, like this is the like the it's like the 300 dots per inch retina thing that people talk the apple talks about it's like this is the bar you have to pass to your eyes can't really tell a difference uh resolution mm -hmm. so it is like that it's exactly at that sweet spot um but it's 9.1 inch which means it's the same and i thought like is this just a saturn upgrade is they just renaming the original saturn and putting a 6k screen in it because the saturn 2 has an 8k screen in it and no it's a it's another upgrade to the saturn s just like the saturn 8k is just the saturn s upgrade this mm -hmm. is another upgrade to the saturn s with a new housing on the outside of it so it's not straight uh but if you look at it feature for feature um it is 9.1 inch lcd but it's 6k this time instead of 4k right it has like the and i'm the, all like all of the printers right now now it has the little slot for you can just plug in that little air filter which is like super great there uh and then like a bunch of like tiny little features that ultimately don't super matter uh in mm -hmm. the grand scheme of things because 6k resolution 9.1 inch build volume and um and built and the built-in uh air filter system is kind of like the three things you want in a printer right now like obviously the saturn 8k would be sharper mm -hmm. but this is only 300 usd 300 dollars, mm. which is about what you can get a saturn one for right now so right and it's cheaper than the saturn s and better than the saturn s hmm. so it's weird that it's called a mars max that is weird because that it's not a Mars. It's not a Mars. It's a Saturn. Um, and it is in a weird place uh, in the stats. But honestly, this is like cheap enough and really good enough that I'm tempted to just pull the trigger. And, and either just get me, one. And just get one. Um, because it is like, it, Alex comes in, it is a, it's one Horus Heresy. This is right? one Horus Heresy. And you get... Because uh, uh, it's the right size It's the right printer It's got the right features um, I would have preferred 8K resolution Obviously over 6K But 6K is still at that sweet spot So it's not going to be as sharp as a Saturn 2 But it's almost half the price of a Saturn 2 And mm -hmm. you're getting 90% of the performance of a Saturn 2 For half the price And that is really sweet Which means also at this price point It is a good starter printer Especially yeah, that's what we I was going to say. We were talking about like the the the, the mid size is becoming the new good recommendation for starter printers because that's like you can fit a lot of models on there. You can get a whole lot printed really quickly. You can get small to medium terrain pieces printed on these things. Uh, big giant dragon models come out really nice on on printers like this. Like for a gamer printer, uh, having this looks like it might be the the new starter yeah the new starter printer of choice by far because if you look at like the the mars 3 was originally 320 dollars, and now it is 210 so um at 4k resolution on a smaller screen so this is this is kind of that like this is this is exactly the kind of printer that i would recommend somebody get started with in this hobby assuming that it comes in and it doesn't catch on fire because this is a pre-release model i've not gotten <laughs> to touch it uh they have not has, sent has me a an printer. 
Has Elegu had a, a fire printer yet? No, no. Well, there was that problems with the original Neptune, um, but that that's kind of but you know they kind of got out in front of that and fixed that. Elegu has wonderful customer service. I will say that about Elegu. Their customer service has always treated me great. I've had to interact with them a few times over the years, and they always solve my problem quick and never charge me a dime for fixing anything. So great great company customer service um, yeah I, i'm kind of worried my fans starting to sound pretty um grumpy and i'm kind of worried about that because that, that would involve opening a box and as soon as i open a box bad things happen so maybe it's it's time to start looking maybe this would be a good thing to transition until like saturn 12 comes out right. you know next year <laughs> and david is in chat uh, reminded me that print two printers means two times the print speed. It's sure true. No, true. if I bought this right now, well, this doesn't come out till June fifth. It would be too late. Like just too late to, to too late. call it an expense. <laughs> I know. Like I could get that in, and then like, and then like it would make it so much easier to print off all those models. But uh, darn, it just wouldn't come in in time. So I can't see. Like I mean, buy a second. You could printer. though get the same one you currently have mm -hmm. and then just be you know doubling up on your print jobs with the exact same you could just swap usb files and have your how much is a, how much is a straight saturn going for right now i'm, I'm sure they're really cheap normal saturn is 290 i can't justify spending 290 uh, today fair enough instead fair of 300 enough. next month and getting and getting so much more printer fair enough uh they did you have anything else about saturn sorry i didn't want to cut you off no no this is great uh just our chat did bring up the next um you know uh news item i was going to possibly talk about which is broken anvil's paint line is okay broken anvil got a paint line what is going on <laughs> with that uh, yeah yeah to me this feels like more more of the hey thanks for the start patreon stl community we're gonna go become gw now like, <laughs> and now they've got I, paints. I'm okay with anybody becoming GW. Like, we need more competition in the market. Sure, sure. I just am a little, like, nonplussed about having, you know, been an annual sub and then halfway through my second year of annual sub to them getting just the, sorry, we're not doing this at all anymore. You know, thanks for the start. I can't sort find of. a link to the paint. I can't find a link to this thing. That doesn't help. That's that's not great. Um I I did not send you a link because it's everywhere on my feed, so I, I apologize for that. Um, and I'm I'm curious though because I, I look at like you know um, all we have a whole wave of paint formulation going on, and we have our paint companies like you know Vallejo that are doing their new uh, uh, Express Color stuff that's speed mm -hmm. painting, and obviously we've seen speed paints evolve over at Army Painter, and they did the workshop and brought in a bunch of creators, and then we have um, what you call it? Uh, uh, Pro Acryl is also doing some specific creator line stuff. But looking at this, I'm just curious. Uh, you know, like, is there like an, uh, a a mass you know distributor of some paint formulation now that's just supplying these to these people? Because this color range felt very similar to like like um, what you call it, um, Duncan Rhodes stuff to me when I was looking at it. I'm just curious if, if you've heard anything about know. it. I know that Duncan teamed up with a with a paint manufacturer to make his imprint. Um, so it's like it's not literally Duncan making them. It's a, a, a right, paint right. Paint. And they Which are fantastic, not, oh, by the way. Yeah. I do have those, and I will say uh, they're they're gifted me as a friend bought them for for Christmas for me. It's not like a, I wasn't given them by Duncan Rhodes or anything. And the the pigmentation's insane. They are very matte. You you they don't do a lot of shading stuff the same way I would expect because you have to like dilute them to get all that going on. They, they function very much like, um, like the old GW tutorials used to do where he would dilute everything. <laughs> no, Cause wow. there's, they're so strong on their pigmentation and like, like don't dry brush with them. It will not work. <laughs> they're so strong. You really? Will, if, if you've got any moisture left, it, it will, they will just go. Wow. Um, okay. Um, but I'm just curious. It feels feels like there's just like a lot of paint coming out all at once so i don't know mm -hmm. david says didn't vallejo i don't understand david could you reword that because i don't i don't quite understand what you're asking on that one um but like 
I'm all for more competition in the market, more cool products. Um, I don't see myself interested in these paints unless um, there's not a whole lot of info about these paints right now. Right, unless, right. Like, I want to see gives them. me a good pitch because, like, yeah. like at this point, my personal paint collection has like a very complete Vallejo set, a very complete, um, uh, not Vallejo, um, Pro Acryl set mm -hmm. from Monument Hobbies. Um, the Army Painter Speed Paint line, um, the complete contrast paint line from GW, mm -hmm. tons of Reaper paints, which yeah. honestly, Reaper miniatures paints are way underrated in the hobby. Those paints are awesome. They're just hard to get because like they're, they're US based. So international customers have a hard time getting them, period. And even in the States, like it's hit or miss, like if your game store has a decent collection of Reaper paints at them. But Reaper paints are, um, they're from um, people that used to work on Citadel paints, worked on the Reaper paints, and they have like built-in flow improver into the paint itself on top of the normal formulation. They're thinner than most paints. So like you don't have to do hardly any thinning to them to get like amazing results. Like they, they work super great out of the bottle. They're very similar to pro, how pro acryl works, but they're more satin than pro acryl stuff is where pro acryl gets like very matte. Uh, Reaper paints are very satin. Yeah. My experience, um, you know, very similar to yours. I have a ton of base sets already. I have that, Duncan Road set, which is super comprehensive, and it's only the first one, uh, and they're much more flowy, thin than um, mm -hmm. than Pro Acryl, which Pro Acryl is kind of becoming my my gold standard for like a non speed paint. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I, I'm curious. I want to see these get used before mm -hmm. I get any sort of hype about it, especially because mm -hmm. I feel kind of like mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm still processing my loss of them as what they used to be. <laughs> so getting on board with their new identity is hard for me. Right. And I don't want to, I do not want to prejudge these paints at all. Um, it's just like, I want to see something cool and new and interesting, or at least like, I want to hear what the sales pitch is for why, why, I mean, why? that's, that's for every, for every product that ever exists. Tell me why I should be, I should think you're awesome. So I need to see, you know, what they're doing. And hey, if it is awesome, then more power to them. And I sure. hope it is awesome. Sure. So wishing them the best on this. Quick note for Reaper, by the way. I have no problem getting Reaper paints, but I have to buy them in sets here. Oh. Which is weird. weird. Yeah. I, at this point, like, if I wanted to, re like, a lot of my Reaper paints are getting very old in the tooth. And, um, like, they're probably, like, 15 years old on some of these paints that I'm using on the daily. Uh, and so I do need to restock the whole collection if I want to keep using them. And it looks like, like really the only logical way to do that is going to be to get onto Reaper's website and just like add them paints manually to my basket one at a time. Fair enough. <laughs> David Wickham oh. says, surprised I'll pay for pro acryl. Um, I'll pay for pro acryl because pro acryl will cover uh, a metallic in one coat. And that is yeah, fantastic. That looks really good. They're just they're white. insane. Their their white is the best white. Period of any paint brand going. Pro Acryl's titanium white is the gold standard. Like nothing is as good as that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's oh. also easy for me, uh, David, to buy them in in one or two at a time, mm -hmm. as a little treat. But you're right. I, don't, I have not ever, nor will I ever go in and buy like 10 Pro Acryl paints at the same time. That's never going to happen. Most of my paint collection is either a Kickstarter for a whole bunch or one, one or two bottles at a time. Our next news item that is really exciting is the new Darling game from Adepticon. Like this mm. is the game everybody at Adepticon was chatting about uh, in, in the post, which is what is being called, this is from Black Sight Studios, um, Demon Ship, or as a lot of people have been calling it, Ghost Boat. Um, <laughs> okay. And it is a micro-miniatures game. Oh. And I, I do not mean small-scale miniatures. I mean full-scale miniatures on a 6 by 6 board. Alrighty then. Uh, so it is a very it's like it's a condensed experience for 
miniature gaming where it all takes place in one spaceship's room, uh, one demon ship's room. Okay. Uh, when you play a match of it, the the room is six by six with terrain on it. It's just a handful of miniatures, uh, and they're intentionally evoking a lot of very classic sci-fi with the visuals, a whole lot of, of course, the alien movies, a whole lot of uh, Event Horizon is being evoked with this. Very 80s, very cool, and uh, like very stylistic. It's just uh, like all around um, a wonderful presentation for a game. So it's basically and, just like a single encounter, basically, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, and like, if you want to flesh it out, you just do several matches right. or several I mean, encounters I don't to make hate it into the a idea. Campaign. Yeah, and the miniatures and everything, and the art and the game all looks amazing. And you can go and buy this game in a box and get like the box set of the game. And there's expansions and lots of cool miniatures that you can just buy. Or if or, you want. If you want, you can just buy the digital version of this game and the digital terrain pack and print all of it yourself. Really? Yes. You have my attention, sir. <laughs> so there's a $40 pack that has the game and the miniatures and the terrain set together so that you can just print the entire game on your 3D printer and your normal 2D printer for the you know the rulebook and stuff. Um or if you already have the game and you just want terrain, you can get the terrain set for 20 bucks and print off all the terrain you need to play the game with if you went and got a physical copy. So of the if book. you had enough, I mean, are there different confirmations of the terrain where you could actually build a whole shipboard out anyway? I don't know that question. Okay. Um, there and there are other ways to play the game, like on <laughs> game maps and with they have an MDF. F terrain set. I have just um, revealed myself as a gamer with a single question. Mm-hmm. Here's what the game's good at doing. Let me play it in a way that is totally okay. not the way it was intended. Okay, I scroll down a little bit, and the answer is absolutely yes. Look, apparently. Look. <laughs> oh, you mail. So those are additional packs. Although, wow, I do like that like Windows pack and Doors pack. That's fun. Mm-hmm. So the thing looks awesome. It's a really cool idea. The game, everybody's raving about getting to play the game, how well it played. The style's great. The art's great. And the fact they're coming in here with, hey, if you want to just print all this yourself, go for it. We love it, of course, as Print Your Games Podcast. And I do love that uh, the packaging for the uh, the actual physical minis looks like old 80s action figure boxes. Yes, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. So go get you some ghost boat or demon ship. And it's forty bucks for the whole thing. Yeah, forty bucks. That's nothing. That's not too bad. It's like, yeah, you get the game, you get the you get the game book, you get the miniatures, you also get uh, and you also get the terrain pack. So, so there oh, you do go. We, do we have aliens there too? Do I see? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Very demons? horrific okay. demon abominations of mixture of flesh and steel. All right. Mm-hmm. I mean that's 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 your jam, right? <laughs> I mean, guilty. It's true. <laughs> yeah. So hey, that looks cool as heck, and that does I'm, look. Cool I'm really as heck, glad actually. that we're I'm seeing. Super excited. Yeah, this is like one of the main games that people were ranting at about how awesome it was at uh, Depticon, and to see that hey, you we can just print it and is like leveraging this tech and. And being a modern game in the modern world, uh, I think that that is just really forward thinking, and I'm glad to see it. And I hope that we see this, especially at like this the small scale of the gaming industry. Like this is your in, like manufacturing and injection molding, and even like manufacturing injection molding, hundreds of thousands of dollars to get your yourself established there. Um, if you want to do resin molding it's much more feasible but very uh very labor intensive uh to do um and to do resin casting of models and stuff so that is possible for a smaller team um if you want to do seal cast which is supposed to be like the best mid print well seal cast machines ain't cheap they they're mm-hmm. they're expensive pieces of kit um whereas 3d printing is just a few hundred dollars for a decent printer 
to start getting your prototypes together and like we we see what's possible in that space um and it's it's awesome and i'm glad like and this is like it exists in that sweet space you can still get the physical models there's mdf kits and 2d tile kits and all the other ways to play this game so it's super accessible but by also providing a 3d printed option that that opens it up to a whole lot of people um as well and i do wish this game nothing but the most wonderful success i'm definitely going to also buy this and check it out myself and maybe get some ghost boat games in yeah i like it i mean small scale is also fun for just just quick game store quick event i love that and and it looks like it's packable which is also exciting to me because like one of the things i struggle with miniature game stuff is just hauling all my stuff to a place like i uh i took some minis to um that uh world record D D thing and mm -hmm. I, I think i mentioned that i had a couple people pawing them and broke them and like mm -hmm. the idea if i just take enough stuff something's gonna break so mm -hmm. oh david says it's solo is Ooh, it solo well, play it by myself oh it mm. is solo interesting oh you can but does it have a co-op or a multiplayer version no idea sorry mm. okay well we'll dig more into this because now now i'm intrigued if not, I'm almost certain the community will have provided a hack for it because right. Or or you could just print the boards and use them for Grimdark Skirmish. <laughs> oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm working on a skirmish board right now. Actually, uh, I got the old. Um, I bought one of the old Kill Team boxes, and I'm like, ooh, I get to. And and also, I've been 3D printing, and I got uh, I got my uh, Neptune going again, and I was like, I need to 3D print something and just keep it going. I need some right. terrain for sci-fi. And uh, I ended up printing uh, way, way, way too many, and I can't even find them, darn it, way too many cargo containers, like two <laughs> different types of cargo containers. Uh, the one I like the best is the one from Titanforge's Cyberforge, like, uh, welcome pack. Nice. And it's just like, I've been spinning out, like, I've got an entire milk crate just completely full of cargo containers now which yeah, i guess I is all the terrain i need for a sci-fi game if i have the brain capacity just keeping an eye on that because it's a pretty cheap buy-in like i still think it's seven bucks for that on their patreon maybe uh and then a unit unit nine also you can mm -hmm. usually get some great just train packs and stuff but speaking of that there's a shout out if we're shout out. shout outs because we're, okay. we're getting close yeah what are we shouting out to I sent you a link for it already last a couple of days ago. Um, and it's, it's still got 25 days to go. It's doing relatively well. I just think they look like some of the most usable. It is called city lock. Click, sorry, click lock city duplex. Oh yes. I uh, it's modular sci-fi buildings that are stackable. Um, it looks very durable, very like, I'm sure those just kind of print in like a, a single chunk on your FDM and you can pile them up. Um, yeah. so, no glue, yes, 100% glue free. Very big fan of that. And they click and lock panels together to build the buildings. Oh, uh, this is great. Super so, excited, super durable. It's me proof, <laughs> I hope. I, li I like how they're talking about it prints flat. So yeah. it, you, all the wall pieces just lay flat and small. So the, there's only like 10 millimeters coming off the height of your printer. And that is what you print. And then you just like assemble it as if it was an MDF kit, basically, but instead like cool textured 3D. Um, this is great because uh, two reasons. First, I need some sci-fi stuff and this is cheap and awesome looking. It looks like it'll print fast and will look really cool. And I love how they've got like this little shop in the di in the demos. So like they show like industrial what has land and then tiny little shops and this is a great, this is, this is just wonderful. Uh, Digital Taxidermy is making this. I love it. Um, and secondly, terrain is bulky. Terrain yeah. takes up so much of my game room space. Is like it I does. have two shelves just dedicated terrain behind me. Um, and it's just, and I want more. I want more and more and more. And the, and the 3D printer, the FDM printer makes it so much possible for me to keep getting more. But I'm going to drown under little 28 millimeter buildings. The fact that this one just pops up and then stores flat 
is a glorious idea and i'm jealous of sci-fi gamers that you could do this and it still look awesome because i would want something cool like this for fantasy but all the fantasy stuff's always like houses with boulders and woodwork and timbering and it doesn't look you, i believe you, you in this concept of fantasy i believe I, in it um because the dungeons and laser stuff is pretty good and if they can do that then i'm sure we can get an even better 3d printable version of it i mean i love archon studios i am not throwing shade at them but i am betting if like if someone can do this for sci-fi i am sure there's a creator out there that can create a modular fantasy set that looks fantastic I mean, I think Cast and Play was close, and then they gave up on it. Yeah, yeah. Cast and Play just... was doing really great stuff, and and there is good store compact stuff for interiors, for like dungeons and game mats and stuff for role playing. I'm I'm talking about like exteriors and buildings for wargaming, uh, and so right. there's a good way to do. Uh, if somebody could shout out or point me to some way, uh, some uh, ways that uh, fantasy terrain that can be flat packed would I would love I would love to know that. And if not, yeah, if you're a designer we'll out there, the out of it. if you're a designer out there, may that there's a niche in the market that you then there's not many of them left right these days. And the uh, the only thing I want to shout out to uh, is right now I want to shout out to Last Sword Miniatures has announced that they're doing a new Kickstarter campaign. Okay. Um, called the Evan Lord, the Elven Lords Fallen Lineage. So it's mm. going to be the Dark Elves. They already did. So the Patreon has all the High Elf stuff now, mm -hmm. and that that line is becoming pretty complete. Um, then they last year they did a Kickstarter for basically their take on Wood Elves, and it was glorious. Uh, wonderful looking uh, Wood Elves, and now they're teasing Dark Elves. So the Elf trilogy will be complete with this. <laughs> um, and so, and I also am glad that it's going to be a Kickstarter campaign in and out instead of having to wait months and months and months. Um, so, like, I noticed that with, like, a lot of uh, Patreons and stuff that dedicate themselves to a few different armies and, like, that's their niche and they keep going. is like, I love Last Sword, but it, you know, I do kind of wish that I could have gotten that whole High Elf army a lot faster than it took to, for it all to come out. Because sure. they rotate it, like, you know, every three months they're, I get the High Elf set and then it's the human set and then somebody else's set. Um and and fair enough, I got some glorious miniatures that way. And if that's what it took to get it going, that's that's great. Um, but I do like the Kickstarter campaign in and out got it done, especially since like Kickstarter campaigns can just give you the models in STL format right. when the campaign ends, which is awesome. Um, or I do like the uh, the gamic style or the OPR style where the we're just going to grind these out for the next few months until everything's released and then move on to the next one. That way, I get right. my army in a hurry. Um, because waiting around forever, um, and it's but even then that's still better than some of the stuff we get from the uh, and the, again no shade, um, no harsh shade meant, but like at least with the constant support you eventually get everything you need. But like the then there's the the Patreons that are just like this month we're doing this one and like Titan Forge this month we're doing Sylvan Elves, and you're going to get a whole lot of Sylvan Elves, but not a complete range. Right, and right. then they're going to move on to something else, which is great if you want a whole lot of variety of different models. Which is, I am a Titan Forge supporter and probably will be for heck and ever. Um, but uh, it does mean that, like, if I wanted to go all in on Titan Forge for all of my armies or pro or a big project, uh, it's not really possible. I'm still going to have to go, like, um, I can get like a lot of the project done, but I'm for a lot of specialty pieces. I'm still going to have to go to other sources to fill in those gaps. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But hey, check it out, Elven Lords. The I'm super hype about everything Last Sword does. Their models are of exquisite quality. And I've printed an entire High Elf army, mostly of their models. Um, and a small bias, they made a me. What their, <laughs> the Archer Captain is literally me. So that was uh, that was fun. Speaking of uh, quality models and, and big Kickstarters and whole armies, if you want big spooky army, um, pre-marketing for Monolith Studios Lost Souls 3 is, is coming up. Oh, yes. 
even just sign up for the Wraith. There is a really cool Wraith model you get as soon as you sign up for the pre-market on my mini factory. It's totally worth just doing for that. And if you need to then like block it or whatever, do it. But I would say back it because it's fantastic. And again, I have pretty much talked about every single one of their Kickstarters and I have no relationship with them. I have no kickback from them. I just freaking love them. So they haven't even made a ghost you. No, I, that would be what would a ghost me look like? It would probably Don't. be like covered in cheap resin. You wouldn't be able to tell if it was made by Monolith though, because like all their cool ghosties have like Hellraiser helmets on. It would probably have like the the square thing from the res from the printer over <laughs> my head, just like completely caked with resin. It's a bad cake with resin and like forever. and like and like gooey lines of resin to the inside of the the cage too. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm looking forward to, too. I'm totally digging it. Um, I can't wait till we have it. So, cool. I think that All is, right. that is so us. I think that is it. We have had a wonderful show. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. And hope to join us next week. Until next time, I'm Jefferson J. Thacker, also known as Param. I'm Kristen Edwards, also known as Seventh Mastery. And don't forget to use your screen protector.